It's Monday, January 31st, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Well, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Goodwill Talk Daily. Great to be with you today. Uh, if this is your first time with us, we have been going through the book of 2 Timothy. We're going to keep doing that for quite a while. If you've been with us since the beginning, congratulations. We've gotten through the first month of this together. Hard to believe, isn't it, that we are already a month into 2022. But I hope that this 2022 has been a blessing for you, that you've known God's presence and God's work in your life, and that your time in this study your time with the Word and in prayer has been an encouragement, has been life-giving to you in your work week, whether at home or in the office. It is great to be with you today. Second Timothy chapter 1, we're finishing up verse 9 today. I'm going to start reading from verse 8. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. All right, now we're going to look at a, at the end of this verse over a couple of days. Here's what we're looking at today. We are not saved because of our own works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus. That phrase, which he gave us in Christ Jesus. He is talking about, Paul is talking about here, the, the grace that we've received, the salvation that we've received in Christ Jesus. We're going to look together at a difficult doctrine at a somewhat painful doctrine. And I wondered, oh, do we push this off? This is not, is this an easy way to start the week? Is this kind of hard for a Monday? But I think that God's word speaks when God, God's word speaks. And today, he's speaking of the grace that was given us in Christ Jesus. Well, first we consider grace. It is the undeserved gift of our salvation, the gift of eternal life with Christ. Our sins washed away, we are made whole, we are made clean, forgiven, and promised eternity with Christ himself. And it is given to us. It, 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 the emphasis here is on the giver. It's on God. The emphasis here is not on the receiver, but on the giver. It is a grace that is given us, given to us. We receive, but it is about the giver who gives he gave us this grace in Christ Jesus. It is a gift. We, we are not saved because of anything we have done. We're not saved because of our good works or our religious duty. We are saved. We're given grace as a gift from God out of love. But it's a gift from God out of love that is located somewhere. The gift is given in a particular package. The grace is given in Christ Jesus. This is an exclusive statement. It is in Christ Jesus that we receive grace. The implication here being we can receive grace from no one else and nowhere else. I've got a couple kids who are in school surrounded by a whole lot of kids who believe a whole lot of things come from a whole lot of backgrounds. And this has been a difficult truth for them. I get it. 
It's a difficult truth for me. Are you really saying that it is only in Christ Jesus that we can have salvation? Is the Bible really true that there is no other name given under heaven by which we might be saved? Is that really the case? What about my really devout coworker who just happens to believe something else? What about people who don't really seem to believe anything, but they're, they seem to be good people. They make good decisions. They're good contributors to society. Are you saying that they have not received grace? Well, two kinds of grace are in play in Christianity. There is a common grace. That is the grace that God gives to all of his creation, all of his image bearers. Every person that you run into has a, is a recipient of common grace. The good that happens to them, their ability to, to enjoy nature, to enjoy one another, even the ability to make a good decision, a right decision. All of that is God's common grace. A conscience that helps us understand right from wrong, God's common grace. Common grace is a gift from God to all people, but it is not saving grace. The grace that we're talking about here in this context is a saving grace. We know this because salvation is in view earlier. Early in verse 9, we're talking about the Lord who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our own works, but because of his own purpose and grace. This is a grace that is saving grace. There's another kind of grace that's out there for believers. It's a sustaining grace. We receive this through what we call ordinary means of grace, through the sacraments, through the hearing of the preached word, through the study of scriptures and prayer. These are places where God meets out his grace to us. But this specific grace is a saving grace, and it is located in a person. It is located in Christ Jesus. And that means that it is true. As painful a truth as it may be, it is true that our salvation is in Christ and in Christ alone. There is no other way to the Father but through Christ. That may be a painful truth for those of you who have family members and friends that you love dearly but who don't know Jesus. That's our family as well. Here's what I would encourage. Spend this week, just this, set aside this week especially. If you don't do it regularly, write down the name of somebody that you love dearly, but you know doesn't know Jesus and pray for them. Pray for them every day this week. Pray that the Holy Spirit Pray that the Holy Spirit would open their eyes to see the glories of Christ and be saved. For there is no other way to the Father, no other way to eternal life, no other way to receive grace but in Christ Jesus. He is the Savior. He is the King. He is our Redeemer. There is no one else. And so, brothers and sisters, pray. Pray for one person that God puts on your heart right now. Write that name down. Put that name in your phone. Even if you need, I mean, it could be a little weird if you see them, but write their name on your hand. Put, your, put their name somewhere. Their name is already etched on your heart. So remind yourself to pray for them daily this week. Not long ago, as we've been preaching through the Gospel of Mark, we preached about Jairus. 
and his daughter who had died. But Jesus brought Jairus' daughter back to life, didn't he? He brought her da- his daughter back to life, not because she asked for it, but because Jairus came. A living one came and asked, would you raise the one who is dead? We are alive in Christ. Would we ask our good Father, our powerful Holy Spirit, our Savior Jesus Christ, to save the dead one, to save the one we love? We're going to pray together in just a moment. And as I lead us through this prayer, I'm going to give a little space. I want you to put the name of that person in there. And I want you to pray for them throughout the week. For there is no grace outside of Christ. No saving grace. And so we must be daily in prayer for the lost. Would the destiny of the lost, both in this life and in the life to come, would it weigh on us and drive us to prayer? Let's pray together. Father, there is good news in this verse. We have received grace in Christ. And yet, Lord, we are immediately thinking of those who have not received this grace, for they have not put their faith in Jesus Christ. And we ask, Holy Spirit, would you open eyes? Lord, we pray for the person who is on our heart. We pray for And we ask that you would open their eyes to the goodness of Jesus Christ. Would you save this person, that name we just spoke, would you save them from their sins? Would you give them grace, a grace they cannot earn by their own good works? Would you save, Father? We're going to be praying every day this week for that person. Would you save them from their sins, Jesus? Work that miracle, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I've got a name. I know you've got a name. I would love to hear from you. The person that you are praying for, maybe I can join you in that prayer as well. So feel free to reach out to me on email or you can reach out info at goodwillchurch.org. I will be praying with you and for you all of this week. And I'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Goodwill Talk Daily.